0: All right, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in around the world for another exciting edition of the Shiny Developer Series. We are now on Episode 6, and I've been greatly appreciative of all the wonderful feedback all of you have been giving to us. And this is, of course, a joint partnership with our studio for these webinars. So my thanks again to our studio and Curtis for hosting us for this. And today, I'm excited to welcome from across the world, from where I am, um, we're going to be talking about the Shiny JQUI package and the uses of advanced UI and jQuery with Shiny with Yang Tong. So Yang, could you just do a quick check and make sure that we can hear you?
1: Hello, Eric. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, we can. Thank you so much. Um, and we're going to get into some pretty exciting demos in a little bit, I want to lead off the webinar with uh, with Yong. If you could tell us a bit about yourself and how you got started with using R and Shiny in particular.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, actually, yeah, I'm not a programmer on the statistic, and uh, I got my PhD training in molecular biology. And as uh, a graduate, uh, I've been working in Eli Lili for five years in Shanghai, a research center there, and then go to uh, Beijing uh, for working in Noronautics for another one, one year. And now I just joined Roche and came back to Shanghai and work, work here as a scientist in a preclinical research center here in Shanghai. So actually, my major work every day is just to uh, find new drugs and validate gene uh, proteins that could be potentially become a, a new drug targets and uh, new drug development work and some uh, biological uh, experiments, assays and data analysis, and also some uh, compound testing work in cells and uh, animals. So uh, just to adapt new technology here to accelerate uh, the drug development work here. So you see I'm not a programmer. I don't have any uh, background in uh, programming and uh, statistics. Uh, so before I joined Lilly, I don't know any- anything about R, actually. Uh, so uh, everything starts from uh, 2012 uh, when I got my uh, first job in uh, Eli Lilly in Shanghai. and. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's a new research center set uh, by Eli Lilly, uh, in Shanghai. So uh, actually, everything started from zero. So uh, the head counter says some uh, experts uh, from uh, Indy uh, to help us set up some basic essays and uh, to set up uh, the pro- pro- project portfolio here. So actually, we learned a lot, fo- a lot of from them. And uh, uh, to tell the truth, uh, uh, I think Lilly is the company that uh, pay the most attention to the preclinical uh, experimental data quality. Actually, uh, they they require to uh, uh, to very high level to your data you generated, and uh, the every raw data points you put into your notebook had to be well uh, annotated and uh, and the area analysis you did uh, should have uh, to use the the most appropriate uh, statistic method with uh, uh, valid assumptions. So uh, you know uh, the statistics is very important in uh, in Lily and uh, uh, to in order to let uh, scientists know more about statistics and. Uh, uh, our statisticians gave many seminars and workshops uh, to tell us how to do the right thing in the right uh, situation. So that's when I got to know R and the statistics uh, in Lily. So, uh, uh, and I also become very interested uh, to statistics and uh, uh, in order to know more about the statistics, I found some uh, uh, calls online courses in Coursera you know it's a very famous MOOC uh, platform and uh, uh, take some courses uh, series uh, from uh, Jim Hawkins and uh, uh, the course use R a lot so I got to know some basic usage of R from that from that courses and uh, I continue to learn more uh, courses in Coursera and uh, Gradually, I become uh, more and more interested to this uh, language and uh, know more things, including uh, R, Cran, uh, and uh, Hadley Rickman, and his packages, and also RStudio and Shiny, and uh, more recently the Tidyverse framework. So uh, from that now, I be- became to use, uh, uh, began to use R in my everyday work, actually. So, it's just to uh, use R to automatically load raw data from instruments, experimental instruments, and also do some data analysis, curve feedings, and uh, statistics analysis, and also plotting. So, uh, uh, but the the question is that uh, uh, the problem is that the the script I generated uh, can only be used by myself because uh, other people don't know R. And they cannot use script and cannot run script in R uh, how can I share uh, my script to others uh, so that's why I came to use Shiny and uh, I searched a lot of uh, uh, solutions and found the Shiny is the most suitable one because uh, Shiny can provide a very good web based uh, user interface uh, with the R at back end so uh, everyone can get access to this this R script without install anything. Uh, Only just using the uh, web browser with the internet connection. So at that time, uh, actually I don't know, uh, Lily has a a Shiny server uh, implemented in their HPC actually. So I just uh, uh, make a standalone version of Shiny uh, by sharing the whole R installation files and uh, related packages and uh, shiny files to others, but uh, it works very well. And, uh, uh, but the issue is that uh, it's hard to manage these uh, apps uh, in the backend and uh, uh, the most uh, uh, important question is that uh, when there is an, any update on the packages, it's hard. It's a very a really tedious work to update all the packages at the same time. So, uh, so uh, I think the Shiny Server gave a very good solutions to this. Um, but uh, actually, before I uh, start to use Shiny Server in Lily, I once used a uh, Lily's internal uh, system called Empower. I think that's a very interesting system. I have to mention mention it. Uh, uh, it's very sim- it has very similar uh, structures to, uh, on purpose to the Shiny. It just allows users to build simple web apps, use any program language they know, uh, including Perl, Python, R, and uh, even C as a backend and uh, use a very simple syntax to, to build uh, HTML UIs. Uh, comparing to the Shiny framework, uh, the empower uh, has a very uh, uh, simple logic, and and uh, uh, user just provide the, the input from the UI and uh, click the run button, and this will invoke the script in the backend and generate the generated output. So this is uh now there is no uh, reactive updates and no. Uh, fancy uh, HTML widgets and uh, no interactive uh, output, but uh, uh, it works fairly well. But uh, Shiny provides you a more uh, flexible and more fancy interface to all of this. It changed our life a lot. And uh, uh, with Shiny, you can put this, uh, all the uh, interaction into your apps and uh, and uh, uh, with Shiny uh, shiny server and uh, you can even make the, your apps uh, more manageable and uh, uh, also make your connection more uh, f- frequent and more flexible. So uh, uh, actually this is uh, my story and how I get to know R and R Shiny and uh, to use the Shiny server.
0: Well, that's a fascinating story, uh, Young, and ironically enough, we actually, full disclosure, I I still work for Lillian, we didn't, we weren't able to cooperate on an actual project, Mm -hmm. but yeah, we did have some communications on deploying your app and getting you lined up with that, and I'm so happy to hear, you know, your learning journey through that, and certainly it's um, a story that a lot of us can relate to, where we may not have been trained programmers in the beginning, and we're just getting into statistics, or just getting into computing with R. And what shiny can open the doors for is immense, and it's great to see the progress you've made there and, and hearing about your journey. Um, so one thing I do want to talk to you about for for this webinar is your motivations and kind of your your take on how I got to know you best, which is you're very powerful and extremely useful. Shiny JQUI package. So I wondered um, if you could share a little bit about your motivations for creating the package. And um, I hear you have some demonstrations you'd like to share with us. So I will go ahead and make you a presenter so you can share your screen and we can take a look at that. Okay. All right, so you should have um, ability to share when you can.
1: Yes. I'm not sharing my desktop, so you can see it.
0: Yep, we can see it. Looks good.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, this is a, a very simple demo. But uh, before that, I would like to talk about Nails, uh, how I built the Shiny JQI uh, package. And uh, actually, uh, the original purpose is very simple just to make the plot. You know, the most uh, use case uh, of Shiny in my everyday work is just plotting to generate plotting and uh, uh, to generate interactive figures by HTML widgets. And uh, sometimes I need to change the order of your, uh, of my plotting variables. Uh, It's better to make it interactively. So I am thinking of uh, uh, maybe a drag and drop way is a good for Shiny so I should search on the wipe and uh, find a very uh, to find appropriate uh, JavaScript uh, library for that and uh, the top search result is uh, this jqui library so I find it's very popular and uh, with many use cases and uh, discussions so uh, to make the things more uh, interesting uh I found Shiny has already shipped with this JQUI library with it. Uh, it's just hidden inside the background inactively. So it's it, it only loaded when you call a shiny internal function called the uh, uh maybe called the draggable panel. Uh this is a Shiny internal function just to make a draggable panel and then you can put your UI into it. So uh, actually Shiny is using this JQI library silently. So uh, I think this is a good uh, choice and uh, I, what I should do is just to make it uh, loaded uh, in, your, uh, in my apps and uh, write a JS code and R code to, to control it so i have the my first trial it goes very successfully and so uh i am i got very excited and uh, at that time i was reading a handless a list book called r packages and uh, it, it's a book talking about how to build our packages step by step so very naturally uh, i got the idea to build a package of jqui so uh uh i follow the book step by step very carefully because i don't have any uh, experience uh on about uh, building the new uh, r package uh so uh this uh, j uh, JQI package can be viewed as a homework or exercise after after the reading so uh finally i got very uh uh very first package uh, build and uh uh got it work on my own Shiny apps and also get and I also get some inspires from a, a blog post by uh, Dan Attali. Uh, he's the author of a f- famous uh, R package called ShinyJS and uh, he it got very uh, good intuition in uh, of how to build and use R and how to build the uh, R packages. That's very helpful and uh I, I'm also uh, got, got very excited when I saw people uh, start to uh, give my star give star to my uh, github packages and uh, on uh, and uh, my uh, package become searchable uh, a few weeks uh, after I post on CRAN on uh, in in Google and the uh, people began to talk about the package and uh, on the Stack Overflow, and uh, some people even make some uh, tutorial about this package. And it all got me well, got me very excited. So I continue to build the package, make it better, and fix bugs. So actually, this is uh, there's no big plan at the beginning. it's just uh, uh, do it step by step with many people's help and uh, support. Yeah, so actually, uh, this uh, uh, so you can see the screen. I have uh, made this uh, live demo about uh, Shiny JQ UI, and the source code uh, is available on my GitHub website in this place. And uh, you can see the source code there. And, uh, so uh, firstly I would like to give some introduction to the jqui and uh, this uh, shiny jqui package. Uh, jqui is, uh, is actually a javascript library. It's based on a famous uh, javascript library called JQ. It put uh, many uh, interactions effects and widgets to uh, based on the jq uh, library and uh, you can see more about it uh, on this website and the uh, shiny jqui is just a uh, wrapper of this uh, javascript library you can use you can use it to uh, 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 introduce many features from a uh, jqui library into your shiny apps and uh, here i list uh, some function from a uh, jqui javascript library and uh, the highlighted uh, item is a function I implemented currently implemented in uh, shiny jqir library so it has some uh, interaction functions make you interact with your uh, mouse uh, interaction or movement including the drag ball. you can use your mouse to drag anything when this uh, interaction is on and you can drop your things into another alignment, uh, HTML alignment by droppable function, and then you can resize anything in your websites by mouse dragging, and you can select anything by mouse clicking, and uh, you can sort anything by mouse dragging and drop. And uh, this is a five the most important uh, interactions of uh, Shiny JQUI. And uh, there are also why did some widgets uh, sh- uh, in the JQUI library but uh, I didn't implement it in the R package because all these widgets can be done in bootstrapped. You can easily build your buttons, checkbox, checkbox, and control groups, and also date pickers, all these things which bootstrapped. So I didn't uh, implement it. And uh, uh, for effects, there are also some uh, animation effects. I'll talk uh, talking about more details in the later. And uh, also how to show and hide your HTML, which uh, and also your Uh, UI alignments with these effects and also how to add, remove classes uh, by changing your classes of your UI so other functions I didn't mention I didn't implement it so it's basically uh, using the JavaScript to give you more uh, interactive to your uh, shiny apps So uh, here I go to the demo and uh, you can load your package and... First, give your uh, five uh, functions of mouse interactions and they are all in the same uh, format with JKUI then your interaction name. And you can put uh, the first, uh, first alignment, first uh, argument uh, with anything you like in the Shiny apps, just uh, uh, we can just uh, see the quick start demo about it. So in this uh, first example, uh, I put the tag under the draggable alignment, just to make, make this dive alignment div tag draggable. So I can just uh, see when you run this apps, you can drag uh, your alignment with your mouse at the same times. It's just a very simple examples and uh, if you just want to your alignment to be draggable you can use it like this. Just ramp your your alignment with this function. Uh, Of course there are more options in this function including the operation function and the options functions. So you can see the operation has many more choice Enable, enable this option. Enable this uh, interaction. Uh, disable or destroy the other, int- and also the save how to uh, to save the interaction and load the in- interaction. So the second uh, uh, example, I show how to enable and disable this uh, interaction. So this, uh, this is a, a bit about more complicated example. I create two exa- uh, two action buttons. One is enable, one is disable and just uh, uh, create a plot and in server I create a plot in the server size and then uh, create an op- uh, observe event function. When you see uh, mouse clicking on your enable button it will initiate the resizable interaction of your plot and then when you click the disable it will disable this interaction. So let's see it. So if you click the enable resizable you will see this plot can be resizable by dragging the control and uh, if you click the disable button and you cannot resize the plot anymore. So it's just uh, easily control how you can uh, show the interaction on your Shiny app. And uh, it ha- also has some save load operation and and the save load operation can be worked in two modes. Uh, the question uh, the, 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 the the example three, number three is uh, the first uh, uh, first mode. It can work, you know, it can be work in the client side. That is, uh, you can save your state of your interaction within a shiny session and load it later in the same shiny uh, session. So let's see uh, here. I have created a, a sortable list, so you can drag your list freely and uh, create any orders on it. And then if you want to save this order, say we want to save the order CBA and you can click this button on to save and then you can do more options. And, uh, and once you want to restore this option, you just click this button. It will restore the states where when you save your position. So the uh, the function is like this. You can just uh, uh, create op- uh, observe events and uh, uh, use the operation and set it as save or load. So you just uh, save at your click and the load at your clif- click. So uh, you can see more about uh, uh, about, about this option in this link and, in, and this save a load uh, features can be applied also applied to draggable, resizable, and selectable. You can see here for a more detailed uh, instruction and, uh, and also this save and the load feature can also working in across the Shiny session. That means if you save your states in one Shiny session and close your web, uh, web browser and you can load it after you reopen uh, your browser and uh, reopen your Shiny apps. Uh, that's uh, what, uh, here is a demo it's called bookmarking states. And so actually, when you want to save this app and uh, you just click, click this button, it will show a URL. And uh, when you lo- want to load your states, just paste that URL into web browser. Because this uh, this is a markdown document for show uh, for demonstration, it can uh, this bookmark cannot be work here. I just uh, gave a, a live demo in the RStudio. So uh, actually, uh, I can f- let me find out the code there. Uh, so, this is uh, the same R code I have in the demo. So, let me run. Oh, sorry, I haven't loaded the package. I have to stop the session. Okay, so let me create a new Shiny app and uh, with package loaded. Okay. So I will run this shiny apps, and if you show, if you click the bookmark button, it will show you the, and this URL record the current state of your shiny app, including the size of your, of your, of your plots. And if you open it reopen it in a new browser, if you restore it will restore the everything, including the size of your package a uh, size of your plot. So that is the save and load features. So I will reload the live demo.
0: I just want to say that is a fascinating feature because I am using a lot of bookmarking state in some not so trivial ways, but it's so cool that with Shiny JQUI, I can still, in my system potentially, because it's, like you mentioned, hooking with the typical bookmarking state feature, I can save those interactions as well as the other stuff I'm bookmarking. That is absolutely fascinating to me. I'm really... Happy to see that.
1: Yes, yeah, thanks. So uh, actually, this is a good suggestion from um, one of my users, and uh, and he gave a very good suggestion on how to use this. So I just uh, implemented this. It takes me a lot of work because I have to know more details about uh, bookmarking and show how shiny works on this bookmarking states, and also. Uh, more details about uh, jQuery packages and uh, how to restore it using uh, JavaScript. And uh, f- uh, next, I will show uh, other options. Uh, These functions uh, uh, also shipped with some options, and uh, you can see more op- uh, about each interaction in in this uh, webpage. And uh, uh, for each one of the interactions this is a web page of jqui and uh, for each one of these uh, interaction widgets you will see a lot of options here and uh, you can use also use these options in shiny jqui packages here's the example and uh, i just uh, simply use the drag me example i used and uh, add an option called axis as X so it, it just allow the dragman, drag uh, dragment uh, drag, to the X direction not the y direction. So there are all, also many more options about draggable. you can see here and uh, you can read more carefully how to use it and just use the same uh, uh, same uh, options in R in this package if you work and uh, uh, more importantly uh, this uh, shiny jqi package can also give you some shiny input value when you're using this interaction like draggable or resizable so here I give a, a example of showing you when you're dragging uh, when you're resizing your plots if you update the size of the plot in the same time. And uh, if you give you the same uh, size of your plot and uh, how to make it is just to use the input and your ID, uh, the ID of your plot and the plus a size. So you generate in the plot or everything you generate using a shiny UI you just uh, make sure you are using the right ID, ID name and a uh, plus a dash size. You will get the size of, your, of that UI. So actually there are a lot of more uh, shiny input uh, uh, values implemented in other kind of uh, interaction function, including draggable and uh, uh, resizable. Here's a table of uh, all the implemented uh, shiny values. You can read it more in, in this web page. So finally, uh, I I would like to also show uh, some more advanced uh, shiny widgets. Uh, create creating some uh, using these interaction functions. One of them is uh, uh, this order input function. It just create a list of uh, items and you can drag it freely and uh, create the orders of it. And you, of course, you can use the Shiny input, uh, you can get the, 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 the reordered uh, uh, items from the Shiny value returned from this uh, order in, input and uh uh what uh, what is more interesting is that you can make uh, interaction between your other list uh, for example in this uh, list 2 you can move uh, your items from list 2 into other list uh and also to the to an empty list i created here and uh and you can also copy copy your items from one list to another. So this is uh, just copy and the list 2 is something like a cart. you just uh, move your things around. So this can be done using this uh, other input functions and just uh, using the connection options you can connect your list two with list one and list 4. So you can move items from list two into one and four. And uh, you can also use as source option to make a move, uh, to change the movement uh, into the copy option. And uh, there are also uh, animation effects function in in this uh, R uh, shiny jqi package uh, uh, jQuery um, UI library have um, this uh, many uh, animation effects and you can uh, show and hide the, any alignment with this animation effects here is an example uh, you can hide your plot with a uh, effect called bleed. Blight and uh, show it in the same animation effect. And also, there are many more like bends and clips and drop, and also explore this kind of all this kind of animation e- effect you can use. You, you can just uh, use the function called jqi show and set the effect name, or jqi high and set effect name to do this animation effects in Shiny JQI, And uh, you can see more about this uh, effects in the JQI uh, web page. And uh, each effect has uh, a lot of more options you can control including the speed and also the, the, the shape, uh, the direction, and also a lot of more things you can uh, read more about their documents to see. And uh, that's uh, all my all I have about the live Diamond of Shiny JQUI package.
0: Well, that was extremely fascinating to see all the different features that comprise the package. And I can tell you for sure I've used at least a handful of those and one or actually two production apps that the feature just, for example, the draggable items or the order items, it seems simple at first, but then when you have customers that are used to very intricate web apps, whether they're just on a browser, just who knows what else, but they're used to these dynamic interactions, the fact that we can plug these powerful jQuery interactions into our Shiny app with just these function calls, it really makes a huge difference when you put these out to different audiences. So this is, again, I'm so glad we've been able to put a spotlight in some of these features. And I personally just learned about two or three that I didn't know existed. So I'm, I'm gonna take a lot of this back to my my daily work too. Um, I should've mentioned this at the top, but if you're listening and you wanna ask a question, uh, please put that in the chat or the question panel. We'll be sure to answer that in a little bit. Um, But I wanted to kind of get your thoughts, um, Yang, on the fact that you have gone a long way to making this package very robust. You mentioned some of the hard work you had to do with like the bookmarking feature and everything. But if you could talk to yourself, so to speak, or those in the audience that want to create maybe a new package that extends Shiny's functionality, um, what kind of advice would you share with them based on some of the experiences you've had with... Developing shiny JQI.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, for in order to extend the function of shiny, I think the first thing you have to know more about shiny and how it works in with J, uh, shiny JQI. How to work with uh, jqr and uh, actually, uh, there are. There is a uh, many uh, articles available on the Shiny web server. I happen to have them opened and actually you can read from start and also more advanced uh, uh, articles uh, in their uh, websites. And also I think they gave some demonstration on about how to use uh, JavaScript on Shiny and uh, a more Advanced particle also. So, uh, secondly, I think uh, uh, we should know. Uh, you should know uh, more about uh, JavaScript and uh, and also uh, some uh, knowledge about uh, building uh, building the R package. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, hardly. Wickman has a very famous book called R packages. It's free available, and uh, you can read it. It gives very a uh, good uh, introduction to how the R package works and uh, how to build the R package uh, by yourself. And uh, you can just follow the, uh, the, the 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 introduction and the step. Go one step by step. You will build your first uh, package you know, in a very quick, quick way. And uh, also, uh, I think uh, Hartley has also very uh, has a very uh, famous book called uh, Advanced R. And uh, this this book gives you a very intuitive uh, introduction on how R work in the back end. And uh, by reading this book, you will know a lot of things you never know uh, when you're using R. And uh, uh, your knowledge about R will uh, will will increase and uh, will guide you more on how you build a, a R function. And uh, by the way, the second, uh, advanced, uh, second version of this book has recently been publicated. Uh, you can read it, uh, it's also free, available. Uh, and uh, I think uh, uh, documentation is uh, uh, is also very important for uh, R package and also for Shiny. Uh, when you're writing your functions in uh, Shiny and uh, your R package, it's important to know how to uh, properly make your documentation and uh, how to annotate your functions. So I think you have to know something about uh, R uh, Markdown and uh, some oxygen, a, func- uh, a package called oxygen. It uh, generates the document for the R package and also a very famous uh, package that make the document of your project, of your R project called the uh, package done uh, by e Hui and, uh, and this uh, package uh, give you a very uh, simple way to build your uh, websites to give user introduction to your R packages and uh, you I think you have to also know something about how to use uh, the GitHub and uh, post uh, your things on, on it and uh, interaction with your users and uh, solve some problems they have. And, uh, uh, and also I think uh, uh, it's, uh, it's an easy way to uh, the, the most easy way to build the first uh, shiny based uh, package is to use the HTML widgets package. And this is the package uh, is very uh, easy to use. Uh, You can use it to quickly generate uh, a JavaScript based uh, R package for Shiny. It uh, it can generate you a very quick uh, template. It can fill in things by reading reading their document. And uh, it's pretty much easy to use. I think that's uh, uh, what I can think of uh, about how to use and build your uh, R package for Shiny.
0: Well, that's excellent advice, uh, Yang. Um, I echo a lot of those sentiments and it's also, um, I want to give a quick update for that R packages book. It's actually in a second edition writing right now with Jenny Bryan as well as Hadley. So, Keep your eye on that. I've been reading the heck out of that draft as I develop more packages again. And, um, yeah, a lot of those ideas I've I've used a lot in my daily work, too, as I create either internal packages or I try to learn from the great packages that others have made. And HTML widgets is another great callback because we had a great session with uh, Nick Strayer uh, a month ago about how, those are how JavaScript is powering a lot of those packages as well. Um, so I wanted to get to some of our time for Q&A. We've got some great questions that have come in from the, from the audience, so thank you for sending those. Um, we'll start back to part of our earlier co- part of the conversation, Yang, when you mentioned that you were sharing that Shiny app you developed before you were getting involved with Shiny Server. Um, what was your method, again, to share that with your users?
1: Actually, uh, it's very uh, simple, but uh, I just uh, make uh, all your files, including R and your package and your shiny R files uh, uh, sh- available to others, the Windows sharing, so that uh, everybody can uh, use uh, your in- R installation and use your package and just uh, click. Uh, uh, a file I generate to initiate that shiny app so they can use the shiny app I built in my local computer uh, of course you can upload all these files onto a, a shared drive and uh, share these things to other p- people but uh, the shortage is that uh, you can only use this way in Windows and uh, uh, it because uh, it's uh, based on some uh, Windows uh, sharing uh, logic. I think, uh, actually, I think uh, there is a package to make Shiny standalone.
0: Yes, Maybe call some actually, Shiny standalone I was actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to mention that here. Um, it's called Electric Shine um, by a friend of mine, Chase Clark, who uh, I met yeah. at various conferences. So if you want to share an app with a Windows based audience, that's probably your easiest uh, bet to get that packaged up so they can just double-click a file and they're ready to go. Um, and if you want right, to share right. an app like more on a Linux side, um, honestly, containers are becoming the rage these days. Um, I'm getting involved with a lot of Docker containers right now, so that's certainly an option as well on a, on a Linux environment. But, yeah, I definitely agree with the sentiment of your advice. That's always been sometimes a tricky situation, but thankfully the community is... Getting involved in making that better, I hope. <laughs> um, so another question that's getting back to some of the Shiny JQI implementation. Um, does Do you see any issues using Shiny JQI with, say, a Shiny module or other custom modules within the Shiny community? Maybe also the kind of newer packages you see around user interfaces, such as the ones that we talked about with David Grangian a few months ago, like BS4-Dash or Shiny Dashboard Plus. Are there any issues you see with using Shiny JQUI in those settings at all?
1: Yes, actually, uh, there's a bug uh, between the JQUI and uh, Bootstrap. Uh, if, you boot, uh, if you load Bootstrap library before the uh, JQUI library, uh the, the 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 there is a there will be cause some something in Europe. uh uh the there i think uh, there's a uh this is a very uh, old bug i think but uh, it cannot be solved uh, in my scope because we cannot uh, uh to control the 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 the, the how the shiny will load uh, each thing in uh load the both things in every shiny apps but uh just uh, mentioned and uh, uh, most of the things uh is working very good between the, the shiny and the bootstrap and the uh shiny jq u i and uh, recently uh I think uh, shiny has uh update to version one point four and uh, the version of uh, jQuery has been uh, greatly updated, and uh, I noticed that uh, there caused some bugs in in the shiny jQuery library. I'm I'm now working on it, and uh, hope hopefully I will fix this bug uh, in a short time. So uh, if you feel uh, using the shiny JQI package and uh, with the newest uh, uh, shiny uh, versions, please uh, uh, turn your JQI version uh, to to the old old one, so uh, it will fix the bug.
0: Okay, that's helpful advice cuz that might trip some people up if they're just getting started with the newest version of Shiny. Um, we'll definitely put a link um to your uh, GitHub repository for Shiny JQI in the in the episode post that we send out later and make sure that if you want to contribute to the package, I'm sure you would welcome contributions, right? Yeah. OK, we'll definitely uh, make sure that hopefully the audience can help yeah. you out, too, if you, if you need some help there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another question getting back sure. to how we might um, interact with uh, other packages. Do you see any issue using Shiny JQI with something like Flex Dashboard, for instance?
1: Yes, actually, I noticed that, Bob. Uh And uh, I don't know why yet because uh, it's just not working on Shani, uh, uh, working on Flex Dashboard. And uh, maybe some issue of uh, uh, JavaScript library loading, but uh, I still don't know. I have marked this uh, issue as a bug in my uh, GitHub pro- project. I'll, uh, I'll try to solve it when, when I have time.
0: Okay, that's helpful to know. And, and again, I'll say, if any of you want to help out uh, Yang with his efforts, please uh, go to the GitHub repo and share your thoughts too. Because I know how how difficult it can be to not only think of the different ways that Shiny JQI could be used, but also keeping up with you know dependencies changing, like you like you said, Shiny itself upgraded jQuery, so that can cause issues. So I can I can sympathize that. There are a lot of different cases that maybe you never anticipated early on that people are trying this out with, and it can be it can be taxing to keep up with it. So we certainly thank you for all the efforts you've done up to this point to get the package off the ground. It's been, you know, like I said, very fascinating to see all the development with it. Um, so yeah, I know we're running a bit low on time. Let me just uh, give the last remaining moments to you, uh, Yang. Um, if, if others are interested in following your work or keeping up with Shiny JQI, um, how would you like them to get in contact with you, or how how would you like them to get involved?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, you can contact me uh, through the GitHub, and uh, this is my GitHub uh, project page. Uh, uh, please please feel free to raise your issues here and, and check the. Check these issues frequently and uh, answer your any questions uh, you you raise or any request you have. But uh, unfortunately, I'm getting more and more busy right now. I'm not guaranteed to check the, this uh, issue uh, very frequently, so please be patient. I'll try my best uh, to answer all these questions and uh, solve the quest, uh, solve the problems. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that, again, is very helpful um, advice and um, we'll definitely hopefully uh, get, get people in contact with you. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely want to thank you, Young, for obviously taking time out of your schedule to tune in to us late at night at your area. We are very appreciative of that. Um, I've learned a lot through this session and we will, like I mentioned earlier, um, we will have a recording of this. Um, posted on the site ShinyDevSeries.com um, within early next week, and I also want to give a quick plug that also coming up soon we have a screencast that has been made by uh, David Grangian on the use of BS4- that we will be linking to on the Shiny Dev Series site as well. So if you want a deep dive into that topic, we will have that uh, linked as well. Um, And our next uh, webinar will be in early November, I believe November 8th, and we will be talking with uh, a couple of the colleagues uh, from Dreamers, the organization uh, Victor Perrier and Fanny Meyer. Um, We're going to be talking about Shiny Widgets and some of the great plans they have for that. Um, So until then, uh, please keep in mind um, that we will have a post on the RStudio community portal shortly after this. If you want to Keep the dialogue going. If we didn't get to one of your questions, please feel free to send a post there and we will send a response there. And we'll make sure that myself, Curtis and Young are are monitoring that and we can get back to you. And um, again, always keep the feedback coming and stay tuned for our next webinars later in November and December. Um, So until then, thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in from around the world. We greatly appreciate it and we hope you have a wonderful weekend wherever you are. Thanks again, and we'll see you again in November.